And even when you get those rejections, if you can trust in your vision and you believe in your vision, you can keep it going. Hi, I'm Jacqueline Snyder, and this is the Product Boss Podcast. I've helped launch and grow thousands of product-based businesses, even one of my own. And over the last 20 years, I've seen behind the scenes of businesses just like yours. Whether they are makers, manufacturers, artists, or food and beverage businesses, I have spent so many hours studying it all. I've discovered what makes them successful. What are mistakes they could avoid? How did they turn an idea into successful business? And what are strategies they have used to make more sales and be discovered by more customers? This is what this show is all about. Whether you're just starting out or you're looking to become a million dollar product boss, I'm here to give you the permission to chase your dreams, no matter how big or small. All you need is the right mindset, a little courage, strategy, and support, and you too can be the next million dollar product boss. Let's do this. If you're someone who spends hours a day cranking out content, which I feel like all of us feel like we are, or you're always on the clock to come up with the next big idea, um, check again, let's talk about an AI powered tool that will help lighten up your workload. HubSpot's campaign assistant is a game changer for creating marketing campaigns at scale. It quickly turns your key selling points into a cohesive pitch, which helps you deliver knockout emails, ads, and landing pages in minutes. Campaign Assistant is the key to unlocking writer's block so you can scale faster. Work smarter, not harder. Head to hubspot.com slash campaign dash assistant to test drive Campaign Assistant for free. Hey, hey, product bosses, and welcome back to another episode. Jacqueline here, and I'm so excited you're here. Now, if you haven't done so already, are you following the Product Boss Podcast yet? Are you following the show? So wherever you're listening right now, take a moment to just hit that follow button, okay? That way you'll be notified whenever we have a new episode drop, and that's a few times a week. And if you're feeling like you're in the holiday giving spirit, would you mind leaving us a podcast review? It really helps us reach more product bosses around the world. And that is my entire reason for being is helping you grow beautiful, profitable product-based businesses. And I do that through the podcast. All right. So thank you. I just want to thank you in advance. Now, today I want to get into a little bit of inspiration, right? During, you know, certain points of the year when we're feeling really busy or we're feeling, you know, burnt out, we need the advice of others. And this comes in the way of who are you surrounding yourself with? They say that you are the sum of the five people you hang out with most. And when I asked that today in our mastermind, and I asked one of our masterminders about it, they're like, well, it's my two teenage kids, my really cynical best friend, right? And then they realize like, wow, I'm not surrounding myself with the right people to keep my mindset elevated, to keep me reaching for something bigger to help me lift my own glass ceiling, right? To lift the lid and think what is possible out there for me. 
So I wanted to just kind of talk about some successful women-led businesses, like insights from these women that have changed the game for so many of us that are following behind them and thinking about like top advice that they could give. And I wanted to give you 10 of them. Okay. So consider this your little reset for the soul, a little reset as we're kind of moving through. And I want you to make sure that you are finding the right group to hang out with. You've got the right input coming into your earbuds. Your brain is so special. It is your most important asset. It is a thing that has come up with your business. Like you've invented this business. It's the thing that keeps you moving forward. It's so important. So I want to make sure what you feed it is keeping you kind of on that higher vibe, higher level. All right. So let's jump in. Okay. So the first piece of advice is believe in your vision. And this is Sarah Blakely of Sphinx. And she emphasizes the importance of believing in your idea, even if others don't see its potential. So trust in your vision and trusting in your vision is crucial when you're kind of going through the day-to-day. When, you know, you're going through business and people are giving you should-ofs, like you should do this and you should do that. Or when things get really hard or when your bank account feels tight or when the season gets really busy and you're like, you have to go back to what your vision is. And even when you get those rejections, if you can trust in your vision and you believe in your vision, you can keep it going. And you betcha that Sarah Blakely, when she cut the legs off of a pair of pantyhose and said these could be control top, people laughed or they didn't understand it. They didn't understand what was there and she believed in it so much and she kept going. So that's my first one for you. Believe in your vision. Number two, this is something I've incorporated into my life and I didn't even realize it when I did it, but I'll share it here as embrace risk-taking. So Whitney Wolf heard, she's the founder of Bumble. She's the biggest advocate for taking calculated risks. So what goes with this? When I say calculated risks, It's like if you're going to go bungee jumping, you go bungee jumping knowing that you're going to an accredited place, they have good ratings, they have safety checks, there's a bungee cord attached to your back, right? And taking that leap forward, it's calculated, right? You know, as I learned when I was ziplining, trust the equipment. You trust that the things are set up for you to step out of your comfort zone, to take that calculated leap forward. Because when you step out of your comfort zone, this is where you see the growth happen. This is where we innovate. If we think back to our lives and think about some of the biggest times we've made major changes in our businesses or in our lives, it's when something may have happened. Something may have popped up out of the blue that kind of changed everything and we had to make a different choice or decision. And we can do this without anything, you know, like any major ruckus in our life. We just have to continue to step out of our comfort zones. So embrace the risk-taking, which comes with entrepreneurship. All right. Third one here is from our friend Tori Birch, fashion icon, product boss. And she really, her bits of advice is build a strong network. Now, Tori Birch stresses the importance of networking and community around you. So when you're able to build relationships with mentors, peers, and other industry experts, this is where you're going to find opportunities you never even know existed. 
this is where you're going to find the support that you feel like you've always wanted but didn't know how to get. I know that in my life, I operated my business for 10 and a half years without entrepreneurial friends. I had a network. I had a network within the LA fashion industry between like my contractors, between other types of businesses that were aligned with my customers, you know, other business owners in my hallway at my office building, right? Those are my people. They weren't my besties. They weren't, they weren't people that I called if I had like a major problem happening, but they were people I could network with to find other opportunities. But when everything changed for me, it was 10 and a half years into my business when I actually found kind of like all of you, a podcast host that I started listening to her podcast. And then I joined her mastermind. And then I had access to her and access to a group of like-minded people that listen to her podcast as well that were in my mastermind. And that's when my relationships were really built. That's when my peers became friends. That's when I was able to connect with industry experts. That's when I started leveling up what was inside my mind. And that was all based on that network. So thank you, Tori Birch. Great piece of advice. All right. Next one is to prioritize your work-life blend. Ariana Huffington says balance, but I say blend because I don't know if we can ever actually balance anything. But Ariana Huffington, the co-founder of the Huffington Post says that she learned the hard way of neglecting her personal well-being for work. And that's where she hit major burnout. Now, I'll tell you over the years of having my own business, and this is since 2007, and even before that, I worked for people, I've hit burnout several times in my life. And that's because we go hard. And that's because, you know, we're prioritizing work or our goals over our well-being. But it gets harder and harder the older you get. Our energy levels dwindle and the rebound is harder. And we have other things to prioritize like our children and our family. So Ariana Huffington, she advises that you do prioritize your health and well-being. And this is something that, you know, I was talking to my team about recently that, you know, I have started meditating and I try and find moments to meditate. I try and stand at my stand-up desk whenever I can or take a walk to take a phone call. And inside of our mastermind, I'm also incorporating like wellness and fun, especially into our in-person events because we can get so focused and I'm, I am so this person. I remember I went to an event, we went to Costa Rica on a trip with female business owners that were making million dollars plus. And I was like, where's the work time? (laughs) I was like, hold on. Why did I just fly to Costa Rica if it wasn't to work? Literally, that was my thought, right? All of you were like, oh my gosh, you went to Costa Rica to go to Costa Rica. But I was like, I'm going with business owners and I want to work. But this coach in particular, this group that I was with was, you're going to have the business conversations. You also have to enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? It's the idea of how do you think about your wealth? Health is wealth is what I'm getting to. How do you think about that and start to incorporate it in and find those moments to enjoy what you've built. Find those moments to put back into yourself what you've been kind of draining. And so thank you, Ariana Huffington, for that reminder. It's podcast recommendation time, and I cannot get enough of this podcast. It is so good. I love it so much. And also, I love podcasts that are focused on product-based businesses, which is why I'm a huge fan of Another Bite, a HubSpot podcast that breaks down the latest and greatest pitches from the show, 
Shark Tank. In fact, you can actually hear us on the podcast. We were on season one, episode 25, and it was called The Risk of Influencer Marketing with Bala Bangles, The Mad Optimist, and Tentacle. Now, these episodes are so fun to listen to, and I think they're a really great deep dive into the mindset behind one, building a product-based business, and two, breaking down why the sharks may or may not invest in the product. I think it's just such great market research. Now, listen, each episode, hosts John Dick, Dory Monroe, and Ariel Boswell offer their unique thoughts, critiques, and they even talk with some of the folks who pitch to the sharks and live to tell the tale. Now, the episodes are short and sweet, but they're jam-packed with ideas that you can contextualize and leverage for your own product-based business. And like I said, they're really fun to listen to. So tune in and join the conversation wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, Product Boss. Okay, this is a quick interruption and it's story time. So if your business is making six figures or more in your business and revenue a year, ears up. If not, you can still listen to the story because it might be really interesting. For me, I was an entrepreneur for over a decade operating my business by myself. At that point, there were no podcasts, there were no online courses, there were no communities online that were supporting especially women-owned businesses, let alone product-based businesses. So when I first discovered a mastermind a decade into my business, my life changed. I found a podcast that had a podcaster that I deeply resonated with. She was like, I was like, oh my gosh, she's my coach. She knows what I need. Everything she says on this podcast is amazing. It would be so incredible if I could work with her one day. And then one day I heard her say, kind of like I'm saying today, she had a mastermind of a small, highly curated group of entrepreneurs, of women entrepreneurs that she was bringing together, that she was going to mentor and coach and bring together in community to help them elevate and get to the next level, to find clarity, to get out of burnout, to stop being the bottleneck, to live the lives that they dream of as they are scaling these six-figure, multi-six-figure and seven-figure businesses. And from that, after a decade of doing this by myself, crying at night to my husband, him trying to fix it, not knowing what to do, not having friends that got it, that knew what I needed, right? You can't talk about the huge wins or the low lows with your friends that don't own businesses. But once I found this group, those people are still my friends about eight years later. They're still the people I turn to. And my mentor, my coach that facilitated that mastermind is still one of my dearest and nearest friends that I can reach out to now on another level. And so I say all of this because I'm really proud and excited to tell you that the doors to my inner circle mastermind applications are now open. It is a highly curated group of product-based business owners that are making six figures, multi-six up to seven figures in business that you want to keep growing your business, but you want to blend it with a life that you love that you're looking for strategy to move up and move forward, but without burnout and without becoming the bottleneck, you know that what got you here is not going to get you to that next level. And you know that you've probably been feeling alone and you're done. You want community, camaraderie. You want other women that get it, that are doing what you do. And you wouldn't mind having me as your coach as well. So if this resonates with you at all, we're about 50% full in our mastermind right now. We have applications coming in every day. If this is something that resonates with you and you're like, yes, this is what I want. 
All you have to do is head to theproductbossmastermind.com. It's theproductbossmastermind.com. And this may be the thing that unlocks your what's next. I didn't know what was closed off to me before I found a mastermind, before I found these women that got it, that I could talk to in my highest highs and my lowest lows, before I found the coach that spoke to me and helped me see such clarity and helped me earn more than I could have ever earned or made myself because I did not believe in myself the way she believed in me until I did. And I hope to do that for some of you as well. Plus, we're doing an in-person retreat in LA, which I'm really excited to be able to hug so many of you in person. So again, head to theproductbossmastermind.com if your business is making six figures or more and this is something you're interested in, I'd love to see your application come through. Okay, the next one comes from the former CEO of PepsiCo, and this is Indra Nui. And Indra believes that it's important to be resilient and adaptable. And she believes that resilience is so important, especially in the face of challenges, and that you have to continue to be adaptable and change and kind of like stay, stay on your feet and pivot. And those are all sort of the things that lead to long-term success. I don't think that I ever realized that my resilience and my ability to be adaptable was so much a part of my success as a woman-led business owner, right? Because I went to seven different elementary schools as a kid. We moved a lot. None of this is because of any other reason than a very unstable household. And I always had to make new friends. Always. Two second grades, two fifth grades, right? Two kindergartens. I always had to make new friends. And I hated that. I hated the fact that I always had to do that. But then as an adult, I've looked back and realized, wow, I can get into different rooms. I can meet new people. I can adapt quickly. I can introduce myself right? I can be resilient. If I get knocked down, I get back up. If I see something that's challenging, I'm able to look at it and say, okay, how do I adapt to this? How do I problem solve for that? So I'm really fortunate for me that, you know, stuff that I could have said was a negative as I grew up actually ended up helping me to develop one of my strongest superpowers. Now, some of you out there might feel a little bit less resilient, a little less adaptable, right? We feel a little bit more solidified in the things that we've been doing. But in order to keep your businesses moving forward, no matter what happens in the world, whether it's a global pandemic, Etsy knocks you off of their platform, in-persons are closed down, you know, all the things that are happening in the world, recessions, no recessions, because I've been around long enough now that I've gone through two recessions and helped build businesses during recessions. I see such amazing growth for small businesses during the recession. So I just want to say that in case that that comes up in your head. What happens is big businesses cannot adapt as quickly. Big businesses have way more red tape to get through. They can't just make changes. Small businesses can. We can adapt. We can keep moving, right? We can say, what's happening now? What do we have to do? and that resilience there, okay? So I want you to keep that in mind as you move forward. All right, another great piece of advice is focus on your customer's needs. And this comes from Anne Wojcicki, the co-founder of 23andMe. And Anne emphasizes the importance of understanding and focusing on what the customer needs and values, not just what you think they need. 
Let me just say that again for everyone that isn't listening. Come back and hear this. Understand and focus on what the customer needs and values, not just what you think they need. So many times as business owners, as people who create products, we think of ourselves. We think about what we need. Uh, We think about what we think our customers need. But you've stopped listening. You've stopped hearing the feedback. You've stopped seeing what they're spending their dollars on. They're telling you what they want. They're telling you where their values lie. So make sure to continue to focus on that. Focus on your customers' needs. And when your product can meet their needs, it's not the actual product. It's everything around your product. It is your customer service, right? It is your brand messaging. It's everything else. That's when you're going to see ultimate success. So I think that's a great, great piece of advice. All right, let's move to another one. Lead with empathy and integrity. And this is from Mary Barra, the CEO of General Motors. Yes, General Motors. And Mary advocates for leading with empathy and integrity. Now, this is so important, especially when we're thinking about women-led businesses, right? Women CEOs. There is a different sense that we bring, and that's okay. I remember as I was growing growing up, growing up, in my 20s and early 30s, I felt like I needed to hide the feminine side of me. I felt like I needed to hide the fact that I was having children from my clients. I didn't want to, because I was still in this transitional world of women in business, women in corporate have to kind of fall into a masculine role within the corporate structure. And that it was almost a sign of weakness when we got pregnant or tried to figure out how to have children and keep our careers. What's amazing in the last 15 years is that more and more women are taking major leadership roles or they are running really beautiful, successful businesses, and they are actually showing up more authentically as themselves. And so Mary says, lead with empathy and integrity, right? Let's not diminish that. Let's not go for this other expectation of what we can be. Because when you do, you're going to, the empathy is thinking about what is your team telling you? What is your business? What are your customers telling you? It shows that you have value in what they're saying. And you're thinking about how can I create a more inclusive and effective workplace? How can I lead with integrity? How can I say something and do what I say? How can I be empathetic to all of these beautiful humans that are coming together and thinking about each of them with their different needs and how do I keep my business going as well as lead with the things that we wish maybe our old bosses had as well. So I love that bit of advice. Okay, a couple more. So stick with me here. All right, the next one comes from Cheryl Sandberg, the COO of Facebook. And she believes that continuous learning is key. I would have to say, I agree. So Cheryl encourages continuous learning and personal development. And I will tell you, like I said to you earlier, it took me 10 and a half years for me to start to develop myself personally to get to the next level as a business owner. I actually always kind of went to therapy or meditation or I always kind of tried to work on like the woo, if you will, right? The personal development. And I never truly understood though, personal development when it came to business. And I was in business for so long that podcasts didn't exist. 
And really books on tape weren't ideal either. So if I wanted to continue to learn, I had to go to get a book and actually have the time and sit down and read it. I think there were probably audible was like happening, but I wasn't really listening to books on tape. And I love the way podcasts teach you something in these like mini sessions. So the continuous learning is what I did when it came to business and my personal development and both. Nothing teaches you more about yourself than running a business or having babies. (laughs) But I say that with a joke, but also we think that we can grow in a vacuum, but you can't. You have to be in relationship to something, in relationship with someone or something to be able to see where we have to make improvements, where things are painful, where we can grow. In a vacuum, everything is perfect and there's no one to, to have a conflict with or or to see another side. So as Cheryl says, stay open to new ideas and be constantly seeking out knowledge, right? And this is vital, especially in the business world that we're currently in that is evolving so fast. So make sure to continue to stay on top of your knowledge because that's the thing that's going to help us keep up. All right. One of my favorite founders, Gwyneth Paltrow, founder of Goop, says, this is her advice, is emphasize authenticity in your brand. Now, Gwyneth underscores the importance of authenticity, right? She's like, I am going to be authentic. This is what my brand stands for. This is what resonates with me. People could make fun of her, but she has never wavered. She sells candles. Like, I mean, if you know, you know, but she has hoo scented candles. I think that's what they are. <laughs> you know, she sells funny, she sells things and they're so expensive, but she doesn't waver from it because that's where her brand stands, right? And her brand resonates truthfully with what she, like what her messages are and what her values are. And she builds a loyal customer base around it. We talk about it and she stays true to it. And people are like, how could she sell blah, 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 blah for like so much money, right? She sells really expensive products. Well, that's authentic to the brand of Goop and what she has built with Goop. And there are people that this resonates so deeply with. And there's people that are like, "Mm, not for me. And for those who are not for me, that's fine. But those who are, that's where you get that loyal customer base. Okay. And finally, JK Rowling, right? Author of the Harry Potter franchise. She says, use failure as a stepping stone. And I cannot agree more. So J.K. Rowling speaks about how using failure is so important to learn from. It's kind of like what I said, like we can't improve our relationships when we're in a vacuum. Unless we fail, we won't learn. My husband actually said this to me the other day. I'm always afraid of failing. I have a bracelet when I was growing up that said, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? Because it took away the pain that I associated with failing. So my husband the other day, I was like, oh my God, I'm just so scared. What if this fails? What if my idea doesn't work? You know, I'm doing this all on my own now. If, if it goes wrong, it's me. And then what, right? Then I have a team that I'm responsible to. I have an audience and students I'm responsible for. I have my family. And it was so scary, the concept of failure. And my husband said to me, you either win or you learn. And I was like, God always coming in with like the things I need to hear, right? Thank you for that. So you either win or you learn. So I either hit my goal or I learn from 
whatever just happened. And J.K. Rowling says failure can be a stepping stone to success, right? If you take the lessons it offers. You can get all ho-hum down in the dumps and be like, oh, I failed and it sucks and I suck and I shouldn't be doing this and all the things. Or you could say, what worked and what didn't work? And what can I learn from this experience? And how can I improve it? How can I take all this data I just got? What are these lessons it's trying to teach me? And what do I do next? Okay, so I hope that sharing some of these amazing pieces of, of advice from these successful women business leaders will help give you this roadmap, right, for your success, for your personal growth, and for your resilience in the face of challenges. All right, my friends, like I asked earlier, if you haven't had a chance yet, please leave a review for the podcast. Send me a message. What was your biggest takeaway over at The Product Boss um, on Instagram? All right, remember my friends, action takers are money makers. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.